with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches. Oh, welcome to Fix It. We're friends. Don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you are our listeners. Hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. What's up, listeners? Yep, that's as, we crea- yeah, we that's as creative as I can be right now. How are you? How was your day? <laughs> talk talk to your radio. That's right. Mm-hmm. We even st- Anytime you listen to Fix It, it listens back. Yes. Yeah, no, with the code, We, I mean, your phones are always listening to you right now. Yeah. We, we just were able to we, tap into them. Yeah, man. Dur- during. Scream into the void. Let us know what you think. <laughs> just get in there. You in your car driving somewhere, and you don't really want to go there, but just let us know. We'll say, we'll come get you. Oh. We'll tell, we'll tell your boss you have a dentist appointment, and then we'll take you to McDonald's. Oh, get a Happy Meal. That's a fix-it promise. Oh, boy. Yeah. I hope the Treasury of Listeria can handle all those Happy Meals. Did your mom ever do that? Take me to McDonald's sometimes after I'll, the dentist? No, 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 no. Your mom never, like, sometimes, like, on April Fool's Day or something, or just, like, my mom would just, like, get us out of school. Uh, she would just say we had, like, a doctor's appointment or something and get us out of school and we'd just, like, go to McDonald's or do something fun or, like, go to the movies. No. It didn't happen very often, but every once in a while. My mom would just huh. get, like, a little, my mom was a little bit of a rascal sometimes. My mom, like, my like, you, you, oh, you don't. We're not going to the doctors. We're going to the movies. My mom, like, my oh, mom's cool. not a rascal. She, she never would, did anything no, like that. No, no, she did not. Really? Nope. Do you think you do? You strike me as the type of kid that'd be like, but mom, school, my homework. No, no, Jay. No, no. Did you like school? No, I hated it too. Yeah, it was easy for me for a while. Oh, okay. I just, but I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I. I. I got. But I. I got through all of my schooling mm-hmm. with with just very good pattern recognition and all that riz. Yep. Yep. The, the janitor just following yep. behind you with a mop and just then, because. Yep. And then I w- got a college degree that was mostly based on talent. And, and charisma. And charisma. Mm-hmm. And barely made it. <laughs> oh! And here we are. <laughs> Follow your dreams, kids. Follow your dreams. All right. Welcome to welcome to Fix It. This is uh, me and Adam's podcast. Uh, you may know us from the wildly popular YouTube channel. It is now, yeah. Where we react, review, and riff to all things across the internet. Uh, this is, uh, but this is our podcast, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just fell into that river of chocolate, and we fix it. And this week, uh, Adam and I, in, in a uh, a little bit of a, a departure from a, a standard fix, uh, Adam and I are going to be writing uh, Willy Wonka 2, a sequel to the only good Willy Wonka movie ever made, the Gene Wilder from 1972. That's true. That was 72? It was 72. Wow. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm right. saying that very confidently because I'm pretty sure it's 1972, but the minute you questioned me, I was like, is it? I'm pretty sure, but I can't remember. Brian will probably light me up in the Brian comments Brian will. Yep. That's fine. That's He's why got we our have back. That's why we have him. Yeah, yep. man. Clack, clack, Brian. Get in there. Get messy. But if Brian's wrong... He's, he's going to go down with Veruca. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a bad egg. Wah, wah, and he's going right. He's... 
Oh, Goofy, you rascal. Uh, but before we get into uh, those fixes today, we're going to go into my absolutely most favoritist of all segments. Mm-hmm. A little segment where Adam and I uh, maybe uh, get, get better. Be, Share words about commonality. friends yeah. and, and strengthen our bond as, as friends and business partners uh, in a little segment that I like to call <laughs> Roll for Convo. Roll for Convo! That's right. We have a 20-sided die here. Our producer, Brian, has given us 20 pieces of topics of conversation. Yep. And, uh, and I'm going to see what it is. We already got the best one last week when it came to shoes. Uh, oh, yeah, boy. So many people love that conversation wow, about talked, shoes. We really talked about shoes for it quite really a while. drove engagement. All right. I'm rolling this. Here we go. And it's a four. It's a gentleman's, a gentleman's four. four. What is one bad good movie that you love? What is one good bad movie that you love? Wow. Wow. You no. No. Yep, that's right. Yes. No, it's correct. That's right. You just happened to say that like you you should have finished what you said with stand clear of the closing doors, please. Like that <laughs> Do you want to take that oh. again? Oh, okay. No, I see what the problem is. Did I? I don't know if I said that right. I guess we'll hear it back in the playback. No, there are two questions here. I know there's two questions. Okay. You just read them like you've never read out loud before in your life. <laughs> Please do that again. Okay, I'll try it one more time. I, uh, yeah. Okay. What is one bad, good movie that you love? Next question. What is one good bad movie that you love? Yes. Okay. So like what is so what the is first one, one movie? is yeah, what is one bad good movie? A bad good movie? That you love. That I love. A bad good movie. Ooh. Man. This so basically is, like a like a you know, like a B movie type of something that not most people oh, don't like. Uh most people consider it bad, but you love it. Uh, there is a specific movie uh, starring Diane Keaton and Mandy Moore uh, called Because I Said So. And it is the biggest piece of crap of a romantic comedy. Diane Keaton plays Mandy Moore's mom. And basically, like, Diane Keaton is getting in the way of Mandy Moore. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you the plot of what happens and Because I Said So right now. Okay. I just know that Kimberly and I watch it a bunch. And it's it's truly terrible. And it's truly hilarious that that Di- Annie Hall is in this movie, and it is so bad. It's the kind of thing where every time Kimberly and I watch it, we're like, okay, so like, who did Diane Keaton owe money to? Because oh, okay. she had to have read this script. She had to have read this script. Maybe like, she's a working actress. And also, look, I think Mandy Moore has gotten the rough end of the stick. What? When has Mandy Moore been in something and you've been like, ugh, here we go. She's a delight. Why have we not gotten more Mandy Moore in our lives? Say, she was on This Is Us for all the seasons. I, I understand, but that was but that was a day late and a dollar short for old Mandy Moore. Was it? Yeah, she could have been she could have been a bigger star, I think, from an acting perspective. Most she was a triple threat, Jay. I know, man. She can do it all. She can do it all. We're big. F- I also, uh, Kimberly and I also really enjoy uh, bad. We like uh, Hallmark Christmas movies. I mean, those are the, that's the perfect Switch example. Switchmas films, like, yes. Yeah, like specifically The Christmas Prince. We watch it every, every winter. Do you really? Yeah, it's, yeah. 
Have you already watched it this year? No, we have not yet. Oh, we have not yet. We're saving it, for, looking forward we're saving to it, it for a nice night in. Um, where, you know. Just the Christmas Prince. Just the first one. Yeah, just the first not one. Not its sequels. Not the, I mean, we could watch the sequels. They're just they're e- equally and delightfully as bad. And it's just fun watching them blatantly green screen in characters during like it's well we watched the second one right no 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 we, no no watch the third one? you know no 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 i'm talking i'm talking about you're talking about the princess switch i'm talking about the christmas prince there was no switch in that movie no no oh. that's the one where she shows up as the reporter but pretends that they're like oh but you're the nanny and she's like yeah yeah i don't know yeah oh, that, that's the was that the one with the girl from Rose McIver, yeah, the girl, the girl I from uh, from I Zombie, yeah, and Power Rangers RPM. She's in Power Rangers RPM. Who does she play? She's a Yellow Ranger. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. And fun fact about that show: the Red Ranger goes on to be Jessica Jones's uh, neighbor on the hall. Oh, the, the guy who has like the drug addiction that yeah. the Purple Man gave him, but then gets over it. That's cool. Yeah, he was the he was the Red Ranger. Who are, who played all the other Rangers, Slashy? Some Australians. Okay, <laughs> cool. They were they were all Australians. They they moved the filming to Australia oh, or New Zealand okay, 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 to okay. for because it was but cheaper. Do they keep their accents or do they do American Some of them accents? Did. Oh boy, that's tough. No, no, there was it was it was it was a nice flavoring of New Zealand accent. Oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, like folksy and charming. It was folksy. What are your charming. favorite like good bad movies? Good, but well, I mean. I mean, Army of Darkness. I know is not well beloved. Even I mean, in the, I love in, Army the of in the nerd sphere, absolutely. Yeah, no, but no, no, like no. at writ large, it's like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. An Evil Dead film. Yeah, dude. Oh, the funny ones. Yeah, you mean the best ones? Yeah, come on. Um, so is that Night's Tale? I know a lot of people. You know, I don't think that's a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie either. I think at large, it's like oh, okay, whatever. It wasn't that. Why did they have modern music in a you know f- a fantasy sure. time period? I, movie? I think I think this question breaks down for you because you don't suffer fools when it comes to the content you watch. It's true. I think where I I think you when when something is like kind of bad, you have a tendency to go. No, I'm good. I'm done. We can turn this off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not judging you in any capacity. No, I, I it's, yeah, I don't really. Well, you know what? We had we did watch a couple of B films for in our watch alongs, like Velocipaster. Yeah, that was not all that bad. Y- yes, it, yeah. I mean it was a bad movie, but like we were having we had we, a, lot we of had fun. a ball watching. Yes, yes, it. yes, 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 yes. We also had a ball. But watching. that's also the that's the that's I mean, the kind of the, that, that's the business model. Behold. Well, sure, but like we were we don't fake that though. We generally were having a good time. Like, oh, yeah. th- this is a bad movie, but like, isn't this insane? Like, Holiday in Handcuffs was actually turned pretty fun. It was Mario uh, Lopez, Melissa Joan Hart. That movie was a big piece of crap. It absolutely was. Okay. Oh, there was where was there? I was think it's war- all about the company you have when you're watching a movie like that too. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, you need that's the one, that's the ones you got to share with friends. When Brian and I first became friends in college, Brian is the type of person. Well, at least when we first met, Brian was the type of person that was he. He was like, I require silence through watching anything, and I was like, and he was like, really wanted to watch something, and it got to a point. Now, to be fair. To Brian's credit, we were watching Mystic River. However, however, there's, you know, I'm me, and I would like 
you know, to insert some levity and some jokes from, from oh, time to time. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget. This is like very early on in our friendship. Brian Posky looked at me and goes, if you don't stop talking, I will ask you to leave. I it will- was not his dorm room. <laughs> but he was still going to ask me to leave because I was talking during the movie. And I was just like, and I was like, yo, dude, I talk during movies. This is what I do. And now it's my job. Ha ha. Huzzah. Suck it, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, Jay was yeah, right, man. Yeah, no, he's since he has since. But I also know that like if we're seeing something really serious, like I know not to bug him because he's like re- he he's takes focused. He's, he yeah. takes like he takes cinema very seriously. He does. Nowhere near to the degree that I do. No. And I know this is like a pop culture movie show, but like sometimes when we roll for convo, when we get movie questions, I go, oh, no, I don't. But I don't see movies. <laughs> Not even though, we don't, I, we don't have time even for though movies. I do, even though I do. Oh, boy. It's just not something I think about. You know? Yeah. Or what's a, what's a, okay, so what's a good, what's a bad good movie? A bad, you know what? I really liked, uh, I know this is maybe going off topic a little bit. No, but please. I, did, I liked Day Shift. What was I Day watched, Shift? It was that vampire action movie that was on netflix last year okay with snoop dogg and um the um, uh, and electro jamie fox thank you jamie fox we're getting his name but it was it was it was directed by one of the guys from the john wick action team okay so there's a lot of john wick in action in there oh yeah and he was fighting vampires yes, in yes, la yes, yes, yes. And, it, and a lot of people like came out and it was like people were like ah man this movie sucks and so i was like you know what it was a couple weeks ago i found myself with a pocket of time so you know what I want you know what I wanted to watch this. I got some time. Let's watch it. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and the action shots were nuts. Yeah, uh, what movie? Uh, man, what was it? it's with Clive? What's his face? And it Owen? was Clive Owen. It was like get. There was like it was a it was an action film. You know what? I don't remember what it was called. Oh, it was like. Oh, it was a was it the gun one? Yes, yes. And he has to protect the baby. Yes, yes, yes. That was a great. Is Monica shut up. Bellucci in that? I, what, what? Who? Monica Bellucci, the girl dude, from the Matrix. Dude, I don't know. The Persephone from the Matrix. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. I think. I uh, yeah. Like she was Man, that's gonna drive me crazy. Brian will know because I saw it with him. Oh, you know what's a really, really bad good movie that's really fun? Hey, if you haven't, if you like time travel in your movies and you want an airtight time travel like loop, mm-hmm. Deja Vu, starring Denzel Washington. Get in there and catch it. It makes no sense, but then it wraps itself up and you go, oh man, okay. It totally, that works. All right, it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty yeah. Action movies are like the perfect example of that. Like uh Guns Akimbo with uh with Harry Potter. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Oh, I think it, it definitely like it was like this is a complete movie. But yeah. You know, we possibly could do another one. The story does like this is over, but there's he does go on to do other there, things. I mean, it's, I'm I'm going gonna, gonna to go do a thing. Like, yeah, man, do it. I cool. Pr- I appreciate I appreciate the level of uh, I, I appreciate just being able to sit back and enjoy a movie sometimes. It's it, it's the kind of thing where it's it can be exhausting, like trying to appreciate and really like 
it's exhausting having taste. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like, you know what? You go to see a movie. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the best movie in no. the world. It's like, I'm just here to like see w- weird stuff happen and eat popcorn and drink, you know? Oh, you know what's another really bad, good movie that people like really hated? Uh, you ever seen Young Adult? No, but that's is that the one with Pat? It's Pat Oswalt and uh, Charlize Theron, and it's a Diablo Diab, Diablo oh boy Diablo Cody it, Diablo Cody script. Um, do you want me, I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you because you're never going to watch it. Oh no, I'm not going to. No, watch it has it. one of the best endings of any movie ever, and it's the reason that a lot of people hated this movie. But I thought it was genius. It was all a dream. It, no. No, it's it's the most realistic ending of any movie. It's she's kind of plays like kind of a bad person, and she goes back home to kind of like right, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like the you know the typical like you go back home and meet all the people from high school, and then like oh you end up like healing yourself and becoming a better person, and it gets to the end and like she gets to like her big choice, and she's like oh I've been like kind of a bad person, and then there's just this like side character that's been there the whole time, and she's just like what are you talking about? You're awesome. She's like, you live in Minneapolis. You got a cool car. Like people, like people think you're cool. You're cool. Don't even worry about it. She goes, you're right. I am cool. Yeah. You know what? Screw all this. And goes back and doesn't change. And it's the ballsiest ending. It's all she like gets on the precipice of all of this be- like personal betterment. And then she goes, nah. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. <laughs> It's like bone chilling. It's like really, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I listened to Dow. Uh, uh, why can't I say her name? Diablo Cody, uh, right. some interviews with her about that movie. And she's like, yeah, the ending, like nobody wanted to make this movie. Cause they were like, who's, how is, who's this for? She's like, I don't know. This is just what it, sometimes this happens. Yes. Yeah. It so was sometimes yeah. you move away from home and it's be a, like, you know what? I like my, who I am not at home. Oh yeah, not in my hometown. Yeah, but she's not a good person. Oh, but she's not like truly. Oh no, she's, she's not, is not no, a good she's person. She's kind of trash. Oh yeah, she like, like treats, successful and but no, treats people mean no, poorly? like treats people poorly. Okay, like is successful ish. Like it's like is she's a successful at what cost kind of thing. Oh, you know. So she truly like she just doesn't change at all and no, goes dude. back to she mistreating le- people. She doesn't learn her lesson. Oh yeah, she's like she's like oh I can move home and like be a better person or like or, or I could just bail. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of you know kind of kind of like the reverse Christmas rom com. Yeah. People like hated that movie. I was like, dude. I was like, when was the last time you saw a movie like this? Like, when was the last time? Like, this is this is. I was like, I understand why people wouldn't want to make this movie, but the ending is the reason this movie got made, in my opinion. Oh. It was fascinating. Also, Patton Oswalt's very good in it. I don't. He. When is he gonna get his? like real turn from like a serious actor perspective. I think he's really talented. He's very talented. Yeah. I don't know who, but yeah. I mean, I think a lot of this, a lot of my answers are probably for, at least for me personally, are like just a lot of, you know, those 90 actions films, even eighties action films. Face off is the perfect example. That's a bad, that's a bad movie, but it's good. Yeah. They they did a very good job with a really just insane script. I would argue Nick Cage writ large is yeah. Con air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, uh, Alcatraz, Alcatraz, The, Rock? the yeah. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to The Rock. I would argue. I would argue that the National Treasure movies kind of fit into that milieu as well, to some Especially degree. The second one. They're kind of corny as hell, but yeah. they're super, the second one was super le- fun. Was not as strong as the first one. Yeah, I would say the Pirates of the Caribbean movies fit in that milieu as well. 
They're not that great. Like, as they go on. Well, the on, second and third, I know we caught some heat for, you know, like, hey, suggesting a small change to the second and third films. Yeah, people got real mad. They got real mad. It's like, hey, no. We, but also, we, thanks for the engagement. We like those movies, but just, like, there could have been a small change of the story yeah. that, you know, could have maybe helped out the third movie a little bit. That's all. But, yeah, yeah, those are, yeah. You yeah. know what? I enjoyed the fourth Matrix film. I did, too. I appreciate people it. hated it. I appreciated the meta aspect. I loved, of it. yeah. Uh, I will say I, about the fourth Matrix movie, the the meta aspect is really interesting and really compelling. It is jarring because it had not done that up until that point. Yes. Like I, I think that the fourth, if you had had an aspect of, I would argue that the fourth movie feels disjointed from the rest of the franchise, but I feel like rather than rather than making a fourth movie similar to the original trilogy, if you had added elements of that fourth movie into the two and three, yeah. you would have had a better, it would have, it would have been a better experience at a, as a whole. Oh yeah. Except for the, the French dude showing up with all the, with all the, oh, with all the noodle monsters, the noodle monsters. Dude, they look like they're wearing a bunch of noodles. They look like they're wearing multicolored noodles. They don't look... And they're like, we're viruses. And I'm like, guys, this looks like a community theater production of Godspell. You've got to knock it off. Y- y'all, this is bad. This is real bad. Y'all know this is bad. Okay. And we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> what? They look like noodles. Oh, I... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I'm right. I'm not saying Don't anything. sit there in judgment of me. I'm, I'm sitting here in no judgment. All right. You better. Not. I sit here quietly, just as Brian would. Just as Brian was. Just taking the movie straight to the dome. Brian had a lot of opinions about shoes last week, too. He really did. And man, it really lit a fire under people. <laughs> that's, that's the magic of Roll for Convo. Speaking of which, this has been our segment. Roll for Convo. Ooh, Catch look at, it. Look at that outro. Or don't. I'm not your mom. All right. Still waiting to hear back if people like that a little bit or not. No, they don't. I no one's mentioned. No it one's at mentioned all, it at all. Yet. No one's mentioned. I think it. that's a good sign. I hey, no news Probably. is good news. Probably. Maybe. Who's to say? Who I don't know. I don't know. You I'm not say? your mom. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> We're having fun. We're having a good time. We're doing our best, Jay. <laughs> all right. And sometimes your best not great. <laughs> sometimes your best sucks. <laughs> uh, that's one lesson I can't wait to teach my son. Your only job is to do your best, and sometimes your best is not sufficient, and that's okay. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not okay, but you just need to make peace with that. Any hoozles, Willy Wonka, the, maybe my favorite movie ever made. <sighs> yep, I don't care about the movie at all, and it, I think it has no cultural impact on me whatsoever. That's such a shame. It's such a magical film. That's exactly why, Jay. What what do you what do you mean? You don't like it because there's magic? You like magic. I do, but it's all whimsy. Oh. And I don't like whimsy. Do you do in, you also this, hate, in do you also hate friendship? Do you also hate glitter? Do you hate unicorns? Dude, I hate do glitter. <laughs> it gets everywhere. You cannot wash that it off. That is fair. That is fair. You ever gotten glitter bombed before? Jay, I worked at Showgirls the Musical. Oh yeah, for about gl- a year. Glitter everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, man. <laughs> you were in, you, in high school. They would glitter bomb somebody's car. You ever do that? No. Oh man, it was yeah. This is a prank we would play on each other. You you <laughs> you, you put a you put a, some like a napkin at the bottom of a straw and then you fill the straw with yeah. glitter. And if someone left their left their window down, you just put it in. And just <laughs> that's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's sure never coming Nick out. Still's got glitter in his car. Yeah, it's never coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's never coming out. 
ever. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but it, yeah, do you also hate do, do you also hate like, you know, friendship and magic and you hate whimsy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I love it. It's my bread and butter. I, it's like my favorite thing. Really? I love whimsy. Why is this too short to not be whimsical? Why is this too short to not be whimsical? You know? I do know, Jay. I just like, I don't, that, I, that whimsy's not my jam. What do you think your Oompa Loompa song would be? I would never know. What do you get when you don't go outside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you wouldn't be able to sing it because you wouldn't be there. <laughs> A gold ticket for chocolate? Oh, chocolate I'm never going to eat? Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, Blanca. Dude, it's a lifetime supply. You could sell it on eBay every month. sell it on eBay, Make make a mint. I would make a mint then. Yeah, man. I went to, like, midnight showings of this movie. Well, here's a a question. Because I didn't see this until I was... An adult. Yeah, way older. I saw this as a child. Yeah, so when were you first introduced to Willy Wonka? As a child. I I also... uh, I watched the movie, but I, I got really obsessed with it, and I read all the book. I read the two books. Oh, and I've read the books many times after the fact. And I like I was a big rolled doll head as a kid. Is that um, what the fan base is called? Yeah, they're well, they're they're called the dolls, baby. Yeah, man, dolls house. Let's party. You know. Uh huh. Like, I mean, the 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 group writ large is really taking a hit after we figured out some of the political leanings of rolled doll. But but the books remain. <laughs> okay, he's, he's not alive anymore. Okay. Take all that anger and put it at put it at uh, put it at J.K. Rowling. She's still around. All right, go get her. Okay, you can leave you can leave my champion of the world alone. That's another Roald Dahl book that I wish they could they could turn into a movie. Janie and the Champion of the World is one of my favorite books of all time. I I've love everything he's ever written. Never even heard of that book. Oh, it's in, it's just about a kid and his dad and they poach pheasants and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Okay, but. Uh, yeah, oh, I was I was a huge Roald Dahl kid, huge, and so like this movie, I'd watch this movie over and over and over again. And also, this movie is the reason like I became obsessed with Gene Wilder, and I would argue that Gene Wilder in this movie is one of the most iconic performances in any film ever. Yes, I'll agree with you. Like Absolutely. it's it's it, the movie. The only reason the movie survived is because of his performance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Absolutely. That's it. I mean, like you can't. Like and that's and people are like, oh, well, actors make too much money. I'm like, well, I mean, if you get the right person who can give the right performance, it changes everything. Like, there's a reason they make so much money, because like, they're like, there's a reason why they keep making Willy Wonka films, because they keep trying to recapture that magic. And I, yeah, I know that they're coming out with this Timothy Chalamet thing, and yeah, I out, appreciate comes out on Friday. I think I appreciate that he is giving. Uh, he is. He seems like he is has the right attitude about it. He's trying to have fun and he's trying to make like give a good performance. Yeah. But uh, but I'm like, dude. It's when we saw the trailer and he was like, "Oh, strike that, and reverse it." I was like, "Yeah, I remember." Oh, I remember boo. the first the the moment you. Yep. Y- y- <laughs> the vibe in the room changed significantly as soon as he said that line. You were just like, "And that." The and whole point nope. is that this guy is basically has no has no backstory or family or anything you read through the books this guy is just around he's just an enigma he's a time lord man who know who's to say this guy has no future no past he exists in the moment he is the id willy wonka doesn't need anything other than some whimsy and a touch of menace (laughs) 
Yeah. That's all you need for a good Willy Wonka. But yeah, what what about this movie in particular? Like what where is the, where does where do you draw the line at whimsy? I guess is the question. Uh when it's nonsensical. Okay. This movie for me was nonsensical. Oh man. At some point in our lives, you're going to look at me and say, snozberries. No one's ever... There isn't such thing as a snozberry. That's basically what... that That's the statement you just basically made. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a reference to the movie? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, bef- I, no, I was aware that was the reference okay. to the movie. Okay. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But before we get into this movie, we should probably do a little bit of a plot drop. Just a little bit. Just a quick plot drop. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. We are doing the sequel. We are make we are making up a sequel. And there is technically a book written sequel. But honestly, The Great Glass it's, Elevator is a bad book. It's terrible. It's not good. I read the Wikipedia synopsis it makes for it. No sense. It's they go to space. They go to a lot of different places. There's aliens. It makes no sense. The There's, rotten vermicious canids, it's not great. Don't, Guys, don't 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 waste your time. There's no, there's no whimsical chocolate factory. It's a lot of. Does the sequel? It's a lot of old folks in a glass elevator. Is yeah. what it is. Does, does the sequel ruin the first book at all? No. The, the sequel, the, the no. sequel is so bad that it like no, kind of no, colors no. the first one a little bit. No. Okay. It, it also came at a time in which like people weren't that precious about their franchises. It was just kind of like, oh, we wrote a second book. Who cares? True. Um, he wrote a lot of stuff. There's he did a, write a lot of stuff. Go read Matilda. You know, go mm-hmm. check go, that go one watch out. Watch that. Yeah, watch the well, musical. Fantastic, Mr. Fox. What a what a what a wonderful journey. Um, yeah, Danny and the Champion of the World. Go check that one out if you haven't. It's a deep cut, but it's wonderful. Anywho's, um, so so plot drop for Willy Wonka Chalk Factory. Charlie Bucket, poor kid with four grandparents, mom and dad in the book, but in this one, just mom. Oh, there's a dad in the book? Absolutely. Oh. I will say, in the remake, the one thing they do nail, everything up to the chocolate factory in that in the Tim Burton one, mm-hmm. pretty spectacular. Okay. It's when they go to the factory, it completely falls apart sure. and ruins the rest of it for me. It's like Fanta- the Fantastic Four remake. First 45 minutes, wonderful filmmaking. The rest of it, and then they go to the absolute uh, trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolute trash. Uh, so, Charlie Bucket, poor kid, uh, he there. He lives in a town where there's a chocolate factory, and it has been closed down, and no one's been ever. No one ever goes in, and no one ever comes out. Uh, and uh, the, the the chocolate maker is world famous for making the best chocolate. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. There's a man in a shop singing about it all the time. I'm not not sure if that's part of his job, but or if he's just uh, some extra flavor he adds to his candy store. Anyways. So uh, the the chocolatier decides he's gonna put five golden tickets into chocolate bars, and the the five children who get the the golden tickets get to tour the factory that's been closed for years. Oh, and the world goes absolutely mad. It goes completely insane. It goes completely insane. Uh, and they think all five tickets are gone, uh, but there actually was one still out there, and the fifth one was lying. <gasps> Charlie Bucket buys one more chocolate bar, gets gets a golden ticket. Uh, his grandpa Joe uh, gets up out of bed, even though it's he seems like he's been bedridden for years and could have been contributing to the family. But he, but apparently he's fine. All it took was just a just a smidgen of greed, a little blood in the water, and Grandpa Joe is good to go. Or I, I'm not sure. Or there was some kind of he made some kind of dark pact in order to go there. I'm not sure what Grandpa Joe's situation is, but it's sus. At best, it's sus. Uh, yeah. He does have a very good song though, and he sings it and runs around. It's wonderful. Um, and then they go to the chocolate factory. All four of the kids, 
they fall, they succumb to some kind of, you know, hubris, hubris or greed or what have you. And the Oompa Loompas sing about it. Charlie, who uh, he drinks fizzy lifting drink, bumps into the ceiling, which then has to be washed and sterilized, so he gets nothing. But then he goes back and gives the everlasting gobstopper to Mr. Wonka, which is the thing that's the, the Slugworth character who had been like around all the kids trying to get the secrets Ooh, whisper, of Wonka's whisper, factory. Whisper, 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 whisper. Uh, who apparently works for him and is uh, Mr. Butterworth. What was his name? <laughs> I can't remember. I uh, uh, I've seen this movie many times. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Wonka, in in that moment, uh, in that tiny, in that small deed uh, that shows so shined in a weary world, um, Wonka uh, gives Charlie the chocolate factory. And they get in a glass elevator and they take off. And they take off to parts unknown. Yeah. Well, they walk the chocolate factory. And the kids are all dead. No, they're not. In the book, they're not. In the book, they're not. But they are maimed horribly. I mean, they don't look great when they leave. But they. But here's the thing in the book that they don't. Uh, they also they still get their lifetime supply of chocolate. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was part of the deal. So like, there was no like, there was no, there was no stealing anything for anyone in the thing. They just, they just, you know, couldn't. They couldn't hang. <laughs> <laughs> God, if you learn anything from Willy Wonka, it's important to know how to hang, okay? Sure. Don't be a party foul. <laughs> Just, you know, chill out. You know? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> I'm glad that point got across. I feel better about that. Yeah. Yay. Good. I, it, 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 is there a whimsical movie you do like? Uh, No. Okay. I don't think so. I can't think of one off the top of my head. All right. All right. Did you read, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe no, as a child? No, I did not. No. I didn't read any of the Narnia books. Oh, those are wonderful books. With talking mice and beavers. Sure. Satyrs. Yeah. You'll love it. You'd love it. Yeah, no. I didn't really. No. No. Yeah, but what if Jesus was a lion? What if Jesus was a lion? What, you know? what if lion someone tried wardrobe. to quote Catch the old... It. Yeah. What if Christianity had more big cats in it? All right. Don't quote the old magic <laughs> to Jesus. He was there when it was written. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you quote the MGM opening credits <laughs> to me. I was there when they were t- they were taped. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we should fi- we should fix these movies. Yeah, but we should let Brian let's give us some oh, information right, about, all, right, the, about right, all these Wonka right, movies. You're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Hey, Brian. Compare and contrast the Wonka films. Let us know about all the Willy Wonka projects. All of them. Get, hop to it. Uh, or, yeah. When you roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Today we're fixing the sequel to 1971's, more specifically June 30th, 1971. Yes, 1971, not 1972's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Directed by Mel Stewart and written by Roald Dahl based on his own book, it stars Gene Wilder, Jack Albertson, and Peter Ostrom. Also, Slugworth's real name is Mr. Wilkinson in the movie. Now, this had a $3 million budget and made $4 million at the box office. Here's some fun bean facts about this one. Roald Dahl hates this movie, since they took the focus off of Charlie and placed it more on Wonka since Wilder was cast. He also hates the plot deviations. It was produced by the Quaker Oats Company. 
It has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and an average of 3.8 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Roald Dahl did write a sequel to this book entitled Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, but we're not really acknowledging it today. On the other hand, Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp and Freddie Highmore from 2005 cost $150 million to make and made $475 million. It has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and an average of 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd. This year's Wonka has an 84% as of early December on Rotten Tomatoes and it cost around $125 million to make. We'll see what the box office is. Now, I just want to say that Jay is making me sound like a movie monster, and I sit there alone in silence, but I laugh, I cry, I'm just locked into the movie. I like to be taken in by it and don't enjoy outside stimulus to knock me out of the magic that's not a reaction to the movie itself. It's still a very communal experience, which is what I love most about going to the movies. For instance, Jay and I saw The Ring 2 in theaters, and we, plus the rest of the audience, made fun of the deer sequence, and it was awesome. It was great. Like, why can't we just watch the movie and be locked into what's happening, especially during, like, a high-stakes drama? Also, uh, the Clive Owen movie you were talking about, Jay, that we saw with Paul Giamatti is 2007's Shoot 'Em Up. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. What do you get when Brian gives us facts? He's talking about chocolatey snacks and... This film that Jay really loves. Something, something. Oh, there's doves. Boom. It's a John Woo film. Oom. <laughs> yep. There is a John Woo film out right now, I think. I think, sure si- I think Silent Night is I out right now. I look forward to not seeing it. All right. Really want to see it? Know, Dude, it looks great. There's so many other things to see. Sure, that, man. That's my type of whimsy. A movie yeah. that's all action and no no dialogue whatsoever. That's not whimsy, dude. It's my type of whimsy. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. So Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Uh. Yep. Needed a sequel. Could have could have had a sequel. Could have had a sequel. Yeah. Could have had a sequel, and it's not the Great Glass Elevator. No, it's not at all. They could have. Yeah, they could have. They could have captured the magic again with this, mm-hmm. and captured the fun of this again. And yeah, it's it's staggering to. I mean, honestly, this movie was diff- really difficult to make uh, because the doll uh, estate did not want to give the rights to this movie. Really? Oh yeah, they were not into it. Oh yeah, they had to like they wow. had to convince them, and uh, yeah, and they I, like yeah, I think they ended up being happy with it in, in the long run. Only because Gene Wilder was incredible. But other than that, yeah, it's been almost fifty years. No, it has been fifty years since that movie came out, and it's still like timeless. Yeah, the whimsy doesn't age, Jay. Yeah, it's really great. And he cut cut a chicken's head. He cut a chicken's head off. Yeah, man, and a centipede crawled over a man's face. You know how that happens in every children's movie? There's no earthly way of knowing. That's the thing. Kids' movies don't scare them enough anymore. You know. You got to sneak it in there. You got to sneak a little pocket. It's like how a good butternut squash soup needs a little bit of chili pepper. And I keep telling that to Kimberly, but she doesn't like spice food. But I'm like, it needs a little chili pepper. And she's like, I don't like spicy. I'm like, it just needs a little. Yeah. Kids movies need You just got to spook them a little bit. They just need to be in actual danger. Yeah. Any one of the Goonies could have died. That's a good point. At any moment. They really could have died. Yeah. Those mobsters really could have killed any one of those kids. Yeah, dude. And Sloth was... 
spooky. His cloth was spooky. Yeah. He was not like, you know, a good guy or like, oh, he's actually okay until like later. Yeah. So like, yeah, most yeah, kids films nowadays are just, you know, way more sanitized than the one they were in the 80s. Yeah. Which is why Stranger Things was so good. Yeah. It because it's like the kids vibe. were actually in danger. Yes. It's like actually, oh man. Oh, they killed Samwise Gamgee. They did. Ooh. Ooh, he got, he got bit, bit real good. Have you ever thought about, uh, that's the one thing about Stranger Things that freaks me out. Have you ever thought about getting a mouth, getting bit by a mouth that has like five sides to it? Like a rhombus of a bite? No, Jay. Yeah, it bumps. Yeah. Have you thought about it? Yeah. Oh, really? It sucks. Oh. It's like, it's like how, you know, baboons have thumbs and they can grab you. Sure. What if they could do that with their mouth? Oh, God. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it. So Willy Walk in the Chocolate Factory. What are we talking about? Let's fix this we're, movie. Yeah, we're going to make a sequel. All right. Okay. Jay's going first. Jay's I'm got going a, first. an idea for a sequel. Willy Wonka 2. Electric, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Back in the, the habit. habit. Yeah. <laughs> Catch it. <laughs> or don't. Fix it. Uh, all right. So Willy Wonka 2. Okay. My movie for Willy Wonka 2. It basically, it opens up on a, um, it opens up kind of like very close to where we left off. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the idea of um, uh, the movie opens with Charlie and his whole family getting off the great glass elevator in the factory. Sure. It can be implied that maybe they went on the glass elevator adventures. But, meh. Sure. Mm. I mean, it leaves enough wiggle room in that. Um, but it's time for Wonka and Charlie to kind of like make it official. Yes. And kiss. No. Um, <laughs> see that with a kiss. Um, no, they got to do all the paperwork. Yes. Um, and we find out through them, him signing like all, all of the paperwork and like the deed to the factory and things like that. Um, we find out that anyone that would have got like anyone that would have gotten through, the tour mm-hmm. and been like and made it through mm-hmm. would have shared ownership of oh I of see the yes, yes 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 um, so yeah if three kids made it the three kids would have owned it oh it's like yeah like yeah. you know if Augustus had also made it like you and Augustus would share the factory and work together but he drowned so you're fine you're fine <laughs> <laughs> he was but he was put into the fudge room and made it out and was fine so dead. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I refuse to believe that. Um, so we, we find out that little detail. Um, and uh, Charlie and Wonka kind of get to work. We, we kind of get a little bit of like this first act opening montage mm-hmm. of like uh, the, the buckets kind of adjusting to living into the factory. Sure, yeah. And we learn that like Wonka is going to like kind of facilitate Charlie and kind of teach him everything mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. It's like an apprenticeship or. Yeah. yeah. Does his mom sing at any point in this? Uh, absolutely not. Just wanted to There make are sure. many times, there are many, <laughs> there are many times in my movie that Charlie's mom tries to sing. Oh, she's got that moment and she's it, like up against yeah. the wall and she's, or she's looking he's at going Charlie. To tell, like, he's going to yeah. tell. Yeah. And the Oompa Loompa is like, just like chloroform her and get her out. <laughs> she tries to sing multiple times they're like no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> and man there are so many people that try to be like no cheer up charlie's a great song you're wrong get out if you are a listener and you think cheer up charlie you need to say it out loud and we will listen to it through the way and we will we will, we will find you you know that for sure i will send my birds <laughs> cheer up yeah. 
Just the Oompa Loompa <laughs> just dives out, out of from frame, just tackles her. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so, um, Charlie and uh, we see we we see that uh, Charlie and uh, Wonka um, start. He starts teaching him about like some of the secrets of some of the things, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Charlie's like, "I would, I want to know the secrets of the Gobstopper." Like the everlasting cop stopper, and Wonka's like, "I'm not sure you're ready. Um, I'm not exact. I'm not exactly sure that you are like ready for. That's like the most advanced thing we've yes, ever yeah. made. You're not ready for it. And you're so, still a chocolatier 101 right now. And so, in true Grandpa Joe being a terrible person fashion, uh, Grandpa Joe and Charlie kind of sneak into the gobstopper situation and kind of like see what's going on. Uh-oh. And we find um, that." In order to make the Gobstopper do what they do, um, but, which is everlasting and never loses its flavor, yeah, we we learn that um, uh, Wonka has figured out in his machine the ability to basically like remove the the the, the candy from the time stream. Oh, so basically, what they did to Loki. They yes, har- they it exists, them out it of exists out the- of time, and so it'll never go anywhere because it technically is not part of the time stream. Um, and so there are like, there are time travel elements to the concept of a gobstopper. Like removing it from time basically makes it a constant. Yeah. I was about to say it's a constant. Yeah. Um, and so when Charlie is like screwing around with the machine, basically like, uh, base, uh, Charlie put like touches the wrong button or something. Of course he does. And gets hit with the laser and he goes, um, and he basically gets, like warped through a like multi-dimensional portal. And Grandpa Joe's just like, uh oh. And then Grandpa Joe has to go get Wonka. And Wonka, you know, has his and Gene Wilder has this like freak out and he's like, okay, we gotta go find this kid. And he takes like the gobstopper. They hit the great great glass elevator. And Wonka, he's like, well, he's like, you know how I said this elevator can kind of go upways, sideways, all which ways. I mean, if we use this to power the elevator, it can kind of go anywhere. And so using the the power of of the everlasting gobstopper, and I think this just, like, fits the world. Sure. Like, the the great glass elevator, like, it it is um, Grandpa Joe and Wonka are going to go find where Charlie is. Sure. Now. Um, so it's Willy Wonka and the Multiverse of Madness. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie shows up. Um, he shows up, like, back in town. Okay. And he uh, basically, like, uh, he... The, the town that he shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm in my city. I'll just go to my house and see if anyone's there. Yeah, I know these streets. Yeah. I know these streets. And he goes back to his house, and he finds that there's, like different people living there and they don't know who he is. Um, and we find out through him walking through the streets, um, that like Charlie, basically we get informed that Charlie, um, is basically in the same city with the chocolate factory. Um, but it's, uh, clearly like many years in the future. And he's like, I've time traveled like, Oh no. Oh no, like it's this is in the future. It's 1980s. Oh god. <laughs> um but through posters on the wall and seeing, you know, seeing a newscast in the sure. window of a uh-huh. of an electronic as, store as you do. As as many of us have done. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite TV trope that never happens in real life. Um we find out that uh 
there is going to be a tour of the chocolate factory, of, mm-hmm. of Wonka's chocolate factory. Right. And Charlie is like, oh, maybe I didn't go forward in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening? Am I in the past? Now? And they're like, oh, yes, the, the, the four winners... It's part of the con- it was that was another thing we learned earlier that part of the contract is that he has to also pass on uh, the factory when Charlie he gets does. too old. Charlie yeah, yeah. has to yeah. like it's in the contract. Yeah. Once you reach a certain, there must age, always be a Wonka. You must pass it. Yeah, on. the curse must be passed on. So they're like, oh, the owners of the chocolate factory have to pass on the ch- the factory mm-hmm. again, and so they're oh they're doing the same thing with the golden tickets. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, so we uh, we but we see the poster of uh, of the four owners of the chocolate factory, and it is Mike TV, Fiber Boulevard, Augustus Gloop, and Verunka Salt. It's the four. It's the four. Yeah, the, the four. The other four. Yeah, who all like, died in Charlie's one, universe. Won the factory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's based like uh, this is when uh, uh, this is when. Uh, Grandpa Joe and Wonka find Charlie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, um, and he was like, they're, they're opening up the factory again. Like, I don't even know where we are. Um, and at this point, their, their gobstopper only has like one jump, like, or has two jumps left. Um, and uh, Charlie is like, we got to, like, I don't even know where we are. And uh, Wonka's like, I don't have, I don't have enough of a jump to get us back to our own dimension. Um, but I, if we can get an everlast, another everlasting gobstopper from the interior of the factory, uh-huh. which they d- aren't selling for some reason, um, I can, I can get us back to our dimension. Mm-hmm. And he, and Charlie's like, well, how are we going to get a golden ticket? And he's like, well, he's like, I've planned for this contingency. Cause I'm Willy Wonka. Cause I'm Willy Wonka. Yeah. He's like, I do have, he was like, I have the ability to get us there and get us back. He was like, I did use a, another of this, like. Uh, I, I did remove a ticket from time just in case of this, like of this possibility. Cause you know, it's a totally, it's like doc when he goes to the back of the DeLorean, he opens up the case and there's money from all the uh, different time periods. Yes. It's exactly like that. Yeah. So in the, it, what's fun is the, the, the golden ticket that exists, that the constant golden ticket mm-hmm. it's in Loompa land. So they travel to Loompa Land, and we get we get certain aspects of that, mm-hmm. and like we meet like the Oompa Loompa chieftain, sure, and like we get to see like you know what that's like, and it's like oh like ever since you know ever since uh, you, you saved us like you know Loompa Land's been great, blah 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 blah. So they get their that constant golden ticket, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we uh, basically like Charlie sets himself up, and they're like oh I guess we accidentally put out six tickets, so Charlie. And a, a Willy Wonka, um, and <laughs> honestly, for this for this purpose, just for the whimsy of this, they're mm-hmm. like, you only get to bring one person, and so Wonka figures out a way, uses a great glass over to just shrink down Grandpa Joe, and he's in a pocket the whole time, <laughs> sure, just because that's fun, that's fun, that's whimsy, that's fun. Yeah. So we got tiny little Grandpa Joe, we got Charlie, we got Willy Wonka who is dressed up like Grandpa Joe, mm-hmm. like trying to pretend to be Grandpa yep. Joe, yep, which absolutely. is fun. Yep. Uh, so they go into the factory with these five other mm-hmm. kids, and we find out that the four of them have basically they have been gearing up trying to turn Wonka's factory into some kind of like deranged theme park. Like the four of these kids have basically turned Willy Wonka's factory into a into a corporate dystopian nightmare. Yep. Um, and uh, and so basically, like the four, like uh, the 
the trials that these kids are going to go through, mm-hmm. um, first of all, we get to like a Goose's Gloops room and he has basic, he has, oh, he's got like, they got like different worlds or yeah, sections. They've been in charge of like, they want to open this up as a theme park. Rather than being a chocolate factory, yes. And so Goose's Gloop has basically latched onto the concept of the of the edible room, but it's way more grandiose. Yeah. And because of like mismanagement, some of these chocolate candies have turned carnivorous. So we get like we get candy Venus flytraps that are human size. Mm -hmm. Like it's the kind of thing where like it's hard. It's like legitimately hard for them to survive. Yeah. Um, we we don't. Because of Charlie's knowing what's up, mm-hmm. Charlie like basically kind of saves all of these kids mm-hmm. for like he saves these kids and gets them through. And it's the kind of thing where the four of them are like the four, you know, yes. CEOs mm-hmm. are kind of like that's not what was supposed to happen. Um, <clears throat> I already love this. Um, and uh, so, do they the, sing a song about how they don't? They, this is not way the way it's supposed to go. Um, no. Oh, they don't. Sing that, a song. That's the thing. Oh, oh. oh that's another thing. Sorry, I, I missed that. When they go to Loompa Land, we find out that all the Loompas got laid off because they have robot Oompa Loompas. They're like, oh, they, so it's not great in Loompa Land, but they're doing okay. Yeah, but like they have robot Oompa Loompas mm-hmm. to do the work. So like, oh, like Mike TV like rigged up a bunch of robot mm-hmm, Oompa Loompas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So we get like robot songs. Oh, yeah. Beep, bop, meep, but they keep trying to, but that's the bit. They keep trying to start the song, but the kids are fine. Oh, you know, I see. Um, I was like the bit with the mom all over. So, a goose's gloops is the the big carnivorous chocolate room, Mm -hmm. and then we go to um, uh, the next room is uh, is what's her Violet Bullguard's Mm -hmm. room, and she in in true and her attraction in this like deranged theme park you know she was always like trying to beat records and stuff like yeah, that she was she's trying to build uh the biggest chocolate bar ever made sure and it's getting but the problem is is that she won't stop and it's getting so big that it has its own gravitational pull so there's like some gravitational issues oh look at that whimsy yeah that's fun right that's fun um and they're like this place is how and she's like well we just kind of made it you know like time and space like work differently in this it's room. a really dense chocolate bar yeah uh, the third room we go into is uh, Mike TV's room. Yep. Uh, and we find out that he is in lieu, of, like he has utilized that uh, television technology mm-hmm. to get small, but he has basically, it is morphed into like, oh, like it could be a commercial for the store and you could just walk through your TV into the store. And so like, oh, you want, you get a, a candy commercial, you could go into your thing. It's like, or if you want to go into your favorite shows. So we get a really fun sequence of the kids like trying to survive these like, cra- like they go into like a Western TV yeah, yeah. show, sci-fi. It's like Control Freak from the uh, yeah. uh, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. So Wonka and Charlie are kind of like progressively saving these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wonka's like the... The guy kind of giving him like little clues here and there, but it's Charlie like figuring out, you know. But he's also got that Wonka like, oh, it's fine, you know. Oh, oops, you know what can you do? But yes. eventually, like, but Charlie keeps being very adamant about like, no, no, this I'm gonna didn't save, have to happen. I'm gonna save these kids, yeah. Um, and what like they eventually gets to a point where, um, the they get to they see where the the gobstopper situation is, and Wonka's like, we can just go in here, <laughs> and we can get here and, and get back and save the thing. Yeah. Um, we need to go right now. And Charlie's like, 
Yeah, but these kids are, are these kids aren't going to make it yeah. if they don't help. Veruca's room is next. You remember how horrible she was? Yeah, that's yes, that's basically God like, knows what they're, she's going to do to those kids. And he's like, I mean, if you can take the gobstopper, that's fine. But like, we but like we need to make sure these kids make it through. Um, and he, and Charlie's like, I'm pretty sure that they they know that they have to do this tour. But they're making it impossible. Like they want to make it impossible for anyone to get all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying. Like they are trying. They have to do this legally. But they are trying to kill all these kids. Yep. Um, and you know, Wonka's like, yeah, but this kid is. You know, this kid says this problem is this. Is, and and Charlie is basically just like, we're just kids. Like he's like, I understand that. Like you know, I'm pu- like. I made the right choice in order to get the factory, but like we all have a lot of growing up to do. Like, I, I think we, we learned the lesson is just like, e- like everyone, everyone is worthy of the chocolate factory. It just might take some people longer to get there. Oh, and then Wonka's like, Oh, Oh. And so they, uh, they get into, uh, That's a good lesson. Yeah. They get into, uh, Verunka's room and, uh, Verunka in her in her bad egg situation, uh-huh. it's it's ju- it's a bunch of shoots and a ladders. Lot of, are there ladders in there as well? I mean, there's some ladders. That's OSHA. You know, that's you gotta sure. have them. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly shoots. Okay. Yeah, it's a plus thirteen to shoots, negative two to ladders. There it is. It's a wildly specific reference. Um, maybe my favorite bonus action joke, probably um, yeah. from episode one. Uh, but. Uh, uh, Charlie and Wonka and tiny little Grandpa Joe. <laughs> um, I like to think that Grandpa Joe, he is reversely affected when they're in the chocolate room because he's like, I'm little. Like, so he <laughs> helps. I don't know. Um, uh, Charlie uh, has to uh, help all of these kids get out of here and make sure all the kids get to like the final room and they are uh, given their chocolate factory. Um, and then we find out the plot that they were just trying to kill the kids the whole time and yada, 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 yada. They're defeated. And we would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you stupid Charlie <clears throat> Bucket. Like, char- like, and we, like, they don't even know who Charlie is because no, he, yeah. like, exists. He exited through time. I'm assuming Charlie teaches the four of them some kind of lesson. But then uh, we go and he's like, hey, like, all, like, all these other kids, like, I think Charlie points out to the four of them mm-hmm. that each of these kids has a flaw, but here's where they could be good. And he's like, here's he, all, he was like, I know all of you. You don't know who I am, but like a goose is like, you were this way, but I also know you're this, this, and this. Yeah. Like Varunka, you like, yeah, like you were endlessly competitive, but like also like, you know, you had, you had a drive to do what's like to be the best. Like there are certain aspects of your personality that you like, let's just flip the coin on this. Mm-hmm. And so Charlie like heals those four and then they get back in the elevator and go back to the factory. And so Charlie's like, I, I, I appreciate the chocolate factory, but like, I, I, I think there's a way to rehabilitate the other four and they could help me. Oh wow! And so the end of the end of the second Willy Wonka movie is Charlie doing his best to reanimate the, the dead, run because the, they're all dead <laughs> to run the right? factory with the other four kids. He oh, was like, these, wow! He was like, these four have something to offer this company, and I would I I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt. Wow! And Wonka's like, and that's he was like, that's not what 
that's not how I expected this to go, but that's a hundred percent the reason why you need to run this company. Wow. And that's the end of the movie. That's really good, dude. Thanks. That's like, wow. Yeah. And so my, my biggest issue with Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory is that it's like, so diametrically like, Oh, you have a, you have a flaw. Wow. You're not worthy. And I don't love that. That's really good. Yeah. That's like, cause they're kids. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of like Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Yeah, like they, it, it like little, fixes yeah, the like. You can redo Scott Pilgrim and make it so it's there. It's, it's there. like, yeah, I bumped into the ceiling, but like, you know, but I felt bad about it and I won't do it again. Yeah. I learned my lesson. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's very much in, in line with the spirit of the original movie. I, I think so. And it makes the last movie less creepy because you know those kids aren't dead. You I know? Mean, they're very dead. Yeah, they shrunk that poor kid. He's so small. I understood they took him to the taffy stretch, but have you seen a taffy stretcher? It's not pleasant. Mm-mm. No. No, this is like young boys are springy. I'm like, how do you know that, Wonka? I don't like that. I don't like that. That's a factor. Because that there's you a know. lot of young boys that are springs right now. Yeah, I thought a lot about this. Yeah. And I think that could be really, like. That had a lot of heart. Yeah. Well, it needs to. Yeah, absolutely. It needs to. But it also needs to be kind of scary. Yeah. And having them as adult. Are the other four kids as adults and like trying to murder kids? Well, it's also it's fun because they are building the factory to try to kill these kids. Yeah, it's not to, like it, the Wonka factory was like I wasn't trying to kill these kids; they killed themselves. Like I really wasn't. I told them not to do this stuff. They were not following the rules. Yeah, like don't. I mean, yeah, was the boat a little spooky? Sure, but other than that, I only cut one chicken's head off. I yeah. Well, it wasn't me. I just had footage. You can't tell it's me. All right, that's my fix. That's a great fix, dude. Thank you. Well done. Uh, okay, so here is my fix. Yeah. For Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, my sequel is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factories. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, so uh, similar- Back in the habit. <laughs> yes. Back in the habit. Uh, so similar to your movie, my movie picks up right where the last one, where the first one left off with uh, Charlie the Grandpa and Wonka in the Great Glass Elevator. Uh and Wonka was just going to fly Charlie home, but they, they end up a little higher than they uh, expected. And they're, so they kind of are in orbit for a hot second. Yeah. We are not, because I read, a, you know, I read the, what the, the, the second book was about. We're not going to do any of that. Just like kind of a little nod to it, though, is that they're going to be in orbit of Earth a couple times. And um, Wonka tells Charlie that he'll teach him all he knows and he'll you know, be able to spread joy across this incredible, confusing, and wonderful world. Yeah, and it gives them a moment to be like, "Hey, you know what? This is the world you're gonna, you're gonna kind of not be in charge of, but like you're gonna help out everybody here." Yeah, this is this is the opportunity to help this entire planet. Um, so eventually, the, the elevator heads back to Charlie's house, and Wonka invites all the buckets to live in the factory. Uh, and then we're gonna get a montage of Charlie learning the ins and outs of the factory, basically Great. the same thing as you do. And that'll be Charlie's mom's song, like over over it. No, Charlie's mom it doesn't make it to the factory uh, because she can't. She, oh. she had to, needed to sing to get in. They're like absolutely right out here. Oh uh, no! Like, get oh, out okay. Yeah. Bye, Charlie's bye, mom. Bye, Charlie's mom. Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> see you later, Candace. I don't remember what her name is. Uh, but we see this montage of Charlie learning uh, from Wonka in a montage, and we, we age Charlie up to about to be in his like early twenties. Okay. Like we're gonna move past all the childhood stuff. Yeah, and, like, man. Charlie's going to inherit the factory. Yeah. And so finally, it's time for Wonka. Uh, to he decides to retire, so he he leaves the factory to Charlie, 
Yeah. And the first decision that Charlie makes is that the Oompa Loompas can also retire with Wonka if they want. Oh. Because, and this is where I think, and I granted, I'm not a big into whimsy, but taking Charlie Bucket's character and like his, how he was raised, how he grew up, yeah. things weren't really important to him. He wants to be an entrepreneur and help people like Wonka helped him. Yeah. So he decides that he's not going to be like Wonka, but he's going to, he wants to give tours. Uh, he's like, he's not, he's not the Wonka that was. Yes. I, I cannot be that guy. Yeah. I can be Charlie though. Yeah. And Charlie is a, is a very, very good person. Yeah. So he's going to get, and he's a Wonka fanboy too. Yes. So he wants to like spread Live the love. Live up to the name. Yeah. But like, he's going to do it his own way. Yeah. So he's going to give tours to the factory, but there's no like, you know, he's, he, he, cut, he does an homage to what Willie did, but like, he's not, he knows he can't copy him. Yeah, no. And no, he's, you know, and he's, he's, he's going to like make sure kids don't die in the, <laughs> in the factory. Yeah. Um, and so, because like his and his grand put of, like a railing around the yes, around so, the yeah. roof. Osha comes and is like, oh yeah, let's, let's we can save yeah, this yeah, up yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and you know, and grandpa uh, grandpa Joe can kind of help him. Like you know, you need to be your own Wonka. Figure out your you know, figure Absolute, out your own oh, way. I love that. Yeah, I love that. So Charlie adopts this friendly, benevolent Wonka personality because he becomes like the Wonka now. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, I like I'm I'm Charlie. Like no no no, you're Wonka now. It's a mantle. It's a mantle. Gotcha. So Charlie's like kind of like I don't know. I just want to be Charlie Bucket. He's yeah, like no yes. no no. You're but you're. You must embrace the chocolatey patron. But you're but you're Wonka. It slumbers underneath this factory. Um. So like he's basically like Ted Lasso. Yeah. Charlie becomes like a, a Wonka, but it's, that's very much like Ted Lasso. Okay, but in a genuine way. Absolutely genuine. I'm feeling a butt coming. No no no. Okay. Ab- Charlie is absolutely genuine. Love it. Um. So uh, Charlie's de- decisions start working out splendidly. The, f- the city's factory is renewed uh, of life. You know, the, the city is growing because, like, he's hiring the locals yeah. to work in the factory because the Oompa Loompas aren't there anymore. Oh, so the so, Oompa Loompas go. Yeah, the Oompa Loompas decide to retire with Wonka. Do some stay, you think? I, I think maybe for Just a little for, flavor. for a little bit. I think it's fun. It's fun and Oompa Loompa being, like, the, the, being the, like, the floor foreman. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of people working and they'd be like, an Oompa Loompa being like, we got to make quotas, you guys. <laughs> but it's all like, you know, because Charlie wants to give people the opportunity. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's able to hire people at a, at a good wage. The city's starting to be renewed. People are, are you know, the society's starting to be re, re, reinvigorated. They to unionize and he busts them. No, no. They, 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 yeah. Uh, no, pre-union. No. Yeah. yeah. Charlie's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's everything's everything is great at the, the Wonka factory. Hell Charlie yeah. is crushing it. I love it. Here's the problem, though. This is the end of Act One. Oh, no. Uh, Unfortunately, even though Charlie's killing it right now and everyone, like, loves the new Wonka. Uh, inflation. No, there's a lot of other corporate interests out there, oh, yeah, like yeah. Slugworth and the oh, other chocolate companies okay. are still out there yeah. and really, really don't like what Charlie's doing with the factory. Yeah. He's becoming a much bigger threat than Wonka was, Willy Wonka was, because... He's uh, just genuinely good. Yes. And Willy, Willy Wonka was just kind of like, I'm going to just be in my factory and I'm just going to do my thing. Isn't it wonderful when you have a leader who is like enigmatic and it actually can make a lot of amazing things happen. And then you like, and then they're like, oh, we're going to find dirt on this guy. And it's like, there's nothing. This guy's just genuinely good. What a wonderful thing that is. It's very rare. Yeah. So Charlie, unbeknownst to himself, um, is starting to gain uh, increase in power and influence. Yeah. Just because he's just being the nicest guy possible Hell and yeah. helping everyone out in his city. So if you, as we're going to, so that like, Hey, everything has worked. The factory is great. Fantastic. We're going to move ahead a couple of years. 
And Charlie's like, now in his 30s, and plans are going exceedingly well for everything. And seeing the success of his original factory, Charlie decides that, you know what? Like, we're doing great here, but the demand for our product has grown. Okay. So I think it would be great if we could open up some other factories around the world. We're coming to America. So, yeah. Yeah. So he starts opening up a we couple gotta of factories. We got to get out of this weird, ta- nondescript weird, town. This weird, yeah, nondescript European town? Yeah, I get, yeah, but it didn't, yeah. Is it German or Spanish? I can't is tell. Is it English? Is it French? I don't is know. It, Where is this factory? I don't know. Uh, but uh, Charlie starts opening up factories, or you know, just a couple here and there, maybe like one in America, maybe one in England, you know, like uh, one in Africa, one in uh, one Japan. One in every continent. Yeah, one in every continent. Uh, and thankfully, with Wonka Tech, the supply chain is actually a net gain on the environment. Because people are like, oh, no, you know, chocolate beans. Also, like, no, no, no. Like, Wonka we sent it through the TVs. Yeah, Wonka figured all this stuff out. Like, and we've been adapting this stuff for years. Like, actually, this works out for everybody. Yeah, it's a shame this is for candy. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid it be for life-saving medicine or, well, you know, or food. Hold on the world. Hold on a second. Okay. So... This is, and this is where the main conflict of the movie starts. So Charlie's optimism and progressive stance on stuff, like helping people, run, starts running afoul of, like, uh, the other companies and other governments. Yeah, okay. Because, like, wait a second. Oh, they're going to put a hit out on Charlie, aren't they? So the, so, the second act is, is basically Charlie trying to tackle all these hurdles and red tape as his chocolate factories are built around the world. Okay. And the people who are starting, you know, he's because he's, he's hiring people who need work. And he's sure. giving them a living wage. And, like, everything is like, hey, this system that Charlie developed yes. is working. Okay. But there are people who are in the current power structure that's like, uh, we don't want this to work. Uh... Kind of, this is, and I feel like this is a little bit Rodalian ro- in, like, you know, how he's, like, yeah, he takes try to take down some structures and stuff like that. So Slugworth and a few other while while Charlie's doing all this cool stuff, uh, Slugworth and a few other corrupt uh, government people, and we'll you know we'll keep them nondescript because they could be from anywhere in the world sure. or something like that. Start like begging up, coming up with plans uh, to try to destroy Charlie and the Walker brand as things are starting to actually improve around stuff, and they are not big fans of that because okay. it's hurting their bottom lines. And okay. their their goals and aspirations for so Charlie's got to take out the trash. So Charlie doesn't really know that he's running a follow of people yet because he's just you know he's just trying to do yeah. he's just trying to do his best. And so as things are you know as we kind of move them through time here a little bit as the factories start coming up and like people are like this is great. Charlie is realizing that one of the the few problems that he has uh, with the system that he set up now is transit. Okay. And there's because there's, we got to move the things around the globe fast enough for people because like the supply chain. Because, like, we can get stuff into the factories. It's getting things out and transferring through from factory to sure. factory. So Charlie um, starts to try to figure out a way to um, uh, get things from factory to factory around the planet and digs out an old um, uh, plans from Wonka. Because he's got the whole factory. Yeah. And Wonka had, you know, plans on plans yeah. on plans. And he goes back and he actually finds a, um, a, a really interesting plan for a train. He's going to have like a railroad around the planet. Okay. To help transfer all the stuff from factory to factory. Great. So, uh, and eventually Charlie comes out and is like, hey, you know, I've done this thing. I've, you know, we're, I've been able, now we can travel around the world. This is great. It's, it's, it's really easy. It's really fast. And, you know, it's going to help the supply chain and everything. It's going to help with pollution. It's going to, this is a net gain for everybody. This is fantastic. Railways, sure. the future. Uh, 
and at the moment when he like does like the big announcement of hey you know we've we've done this awesome thing um charlie announces that the wonka um brand the company or what have you mm-hmm. um now that we've you know achieved this goal there's there's one other thing that's really standing in the way of that we I think we can we can really help everybody on liberals. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> it's climate change. Okay, I'm starting to see where this is going. So this is when I was I was like Slugworth in the first two acts I was like mm-hmm, and the, okay. the, and every and everyone else decided like oh, okay this is the opportunity he's overreaching we can now. We can we can thwart him with he's because we can whenever he does this we can corrupt this thing, so you know past time passed a little bit and Charlie's like here we go I actually we Wonka Tech is really amazing and we can figure out some stuff out we can like you know actually help the environment and that's when things go terribly terribly wrong when Charlie turns on the machine to start like helping stuff at all the different factories uh-huh. uh, all of a sudden the the temperature does start changing but like uncontrollably and the temperature starts dropping rapidly okay. Like someone sabotaged his machine. Yeah, someone sabotaged Charlie's machine, and now the world's starting to freeze, and everyone starts blaming Charlie. But behind the scenes, Charlie realizes what the heck just happened. That he's been he, his machine was sabotaged by Slugworth and some some goons or whatever. He brings his proof. Uh, he brings his proof forward, and Slugworth is brought to justice. But it doesn't really matter. It's too late. The damage has been done. Oh man! So the world starts to freeze. And Charlie's doing everything he can to, like, protect the people and fix the problem. Yeah. You know, because all the people in the factories and stuff, he's trying, is what he's always done, Charlie just tries to protect as many people and help as many people as possible. Yeah, man. He's like Captain America like that. He's pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, he's just a chocolatier. Uh Um, Yeah. Unfortunately, Charlie's options are limited, and so Charlie has a difficult call to make. He laments the situation, of course, he laments, like, how money and power have, like, corrupted yeah, his you know all all these plans that he had and all these you know dreams of like helping everybody, but he doesn't have any other way of saving as many people as possible, except to modify his transglobal train. So, once the train is modified, Charlie is able to get as many people as he can from his different factories onto this train. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, just as he was about to launch it, he realized there was a fatal flaw in the design. Because Wonka designed this train way back in the day. And he designed it for Oompa Loompas. And there are no more Oompa Loompas. Because they retired with, to, with uh-huh. Willy Wonka yeah. to God knows where. Maybe uh-huh. in a different dimension, because Wonka's sure. got that tech. Yeah, man. Put a gobstopper in the great glass elevator and got out of there. So, Charlie, with the world freezing around him, trying to save as many people as possible, doesn't know what to do. And so, he logics his way into the only decision that he can to save as many people as possible. When people come on board, and a couple of ne'er-do-wells, you know, slip on because there's, yeah, you know, there's a course. lot of people. It's a big ass yeah, train. Man. There's enough. There's enough people slipping in there. And like, you said you don't like disaster movies. So, like he did back in his days uh, at the chocolate factory, Charlie offers some kids a tour of the train, and 
you know, and to tell, say, hey, you, help, you have a chance to help everyone survive. And so, in a scene very reminiscent of Charlie, uh, greet, or you know, Wonka greeting uh, him in front of the factory all those years ago, he greets the kids and then takes them on a tour. And as Charlie starts leading the kids towards the front of the train, we get a moment with him as we see him look out and reflect on all his choices that brought him to this moment. And a tear rolls down his face. And the camera pans out from the train uh, as we just see the train just plowing through the snow. To be continued. You wrote a snow piercer prequel? Yes, I did. How dare you? <laughs> No, I'm going to be honest with you. The first two acts, I was like, it seems like he's taking this really seriously. And I'm not sure what he's getting. Where's the butt coming? And then you're like, he built a train. I was like, come on. Now listen. Come on. I I watched, I've only seen Snowpiercer once. Great film. It's, yes. That works. I'm into it. The, I, I never, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've never actually watched one of those actual theory videos uh, about it. Just like, I've just heard of the theory. Yeah. That it's like, well, I think it's Charlie who's actually in charge of that I've train. I completely forgot about because it. Because there's W's all over it and it could be like, I was like, oh, it's possible that maybe I did years ago, maybe suck up some stuff of this into my subconscious. I am not sure. I'm into it. But it, I, if I did, I'm sorry, but like this just seemed like I, I, cause I don't know Willy Wonka and I don't really care, but like, I was like, oh, wait a second. We're going to do a Willy Wonka sequel. I instantly knew what my fix was going to be. Yeah, oh, man. I'm going to make a prequel to Spook. Yeah, Snow I just took it seriously and wrote a heartfelt You piece, absolutely you know, did. And, and there fine. was no yeah. way for me and to you even. You disrespect me. In- <laughs> I couldn't top that. <laughs> no, I did. That was hilarious. Well done. Thanks. Bravo. Poor Charlie. He had, he had all the good intentions in the world, but there were just enough evil people out there to... Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think I just, I wanted my fix to just fix the one issue. It's just like, oh, you make one mistake, you're bad forever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not how, that's not the lesson I want my kid to walk away from. Mm-mm. I want them to learn a lesson to be a good person, but like, they also, yeah, they don't... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah your fix was amazing. That dude, that was that's hilarious. Did you did you notice me uh, throwing that Captain America line at one point? Yes, I did. Did you clock it? Yes, I did. Okay. No, no. As soon as you said, "Oh, you made the train," I'm like, okay, I think Jay's just going on right now. Oh no, I did. The minute you're like, "It's a train," I was like, "Oh, yeah." God damn. It. I got to give you credit though. That the build up uh, really took me. So I was like, "Where's where's the where's this where's the poop, Robin? Where's the poop, Robin? You don't even get that reference. I do not get the Robin. Oh boy." Well, I think we did it, but Snowpiercer. It's a movie and a TV show. <laughs> Apparently, it's a pretty good TV show. It got like four seasons. Three seasons? Four seasons? Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did not watch that. No, neither did I. The movie was just a, it, it's a sad ending. Yeah. Because the train derails and like, uh, so everyone died? So yeah. So we're all dead? Yeah, man. It's all is pointless. It? Yeah, man. Life is meaningless. You, oh. didn't, you didn't get that? Okay. Well, yeah, man. This is a fun Catch two hours. It. They're eating bugs the whole time? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Bug bars. <laughs> I think about that all the time. I really, I hate it. I, I don't enjoy the bug bars. I'm not a big fan of that butter pecan in any way. Well, we did it, man. What we, we did do What it. are we doing next week? Next week is pretty much the final like real episode of the year. Oh, that's right. I know. Uh, we are doing Aquaman. Aquaman. Which just was not the worst movie. I didn't hate that movie. 
I thought that movie was kind of fun, but yeah. I, I think it, ne- it definitely needs a little. This might be like a tweak rather than a fix. Yes, you know, absolutely. I'm excited to rewatch that again. We won't be doing it for the watch along this next week because this watch along next week will be we're watching Violent Night. Join the Discord, come hang out. It's gonna be fun. Santa Die Hard. Santa Die Hard. Can't wait. Um, well, we did it, man. We did I'm do ex- it. I'm excited for next week. That should be fun. But as we end every single one of these episodes, oh wait, no, no. Before we end every single one of these episodes, hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. Guacamole's Extra. You podcast listening, where does you? And also, hey, if you're catching this wherever you catch your podcasts in the audio format, if you wouldn't mind maybe leaving us five stars, maybe writing down your favorite bunt cake recipe, you know, whatever you want to leave in the comments. You can write whatever you want. They can't stop you. I mean, I mean, there are certain there are certain terms and conditions apply, of oh, course, but mm-hmm. if you want to leave a bunt cake recipe, there's I don't think there's anything problematic about that. Jay can't stop you. He's not your yeah, mom. Yeah, man, if you just want to put uh, the card list of your favorite uh, effective uh, commander deck for Magic the Game, gathering go nuts i think that'd be great i've been looking for a new deck why not let's party uh, <laughs> and add that, all that out of the way mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. we end every single one of these episodes heartbreak feels good in a place like this it's the slow charlie bucket's mom song no no no, no, no. Get <laughs> we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Sparkle motion. Here we go. Yay.